Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Get up off my feet, I'm dancing to a different band. This is the way I am, it's just the way I am. And I wanna dance with you, yeah, I'm your biggest fan. Hello everybody and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher, and welcome back. We survived last week. We got through episode one. I was definitely anxious. Uh, I didn't know how you guys were going to receive it, but I got such incredible messages and the amount of support that you guys have shown me again has just been mind blowing. So I appreciate you. I love you. I see you and I hear you. And I think the only feedback I got was that you guys wanted longer episodes. So I am here to say that because this is my show, (laughs) I am going to deliver on that. And I promise you we will do longer shows today being one of them. And speaking of, we have a very interesting show for you today. My mom is back. Um, I say interesting because we are definitely going to shed some tears and we're going to laugh and I hope learn a little bit. We do talk about some sensitive subjects and I'm just sort of giving you guys a heads up, but you know, we are trying to talk about real life issues and things that have happened in our life in the most sensitive way that we can and in our own way. So I hope that you guys are able to take something away from this episode and I really, really do hope you enjoy it. So stick around and at the end of the episode, we will be doing the first giveaway. So I will see you guys soon. Enjoy the show. Hello, mom. Well, hello, hija, daughter. <laughs> How are you? Thank you for uh, coming back. We did have to, I, I originally thought we were going to be able to record everything in one day, but it just, it didn't work out that way. So welcome back. I, I knew it. I, I, I already knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Once Piper sees my mom, she goes berserk. <laughs> they, like, that's it. Mom who, it's all about Awi. Oh my God. It just, it just, she loves her Awi. Awi means abuelita it's in Spanish. Mutual. It's yes. mutual, absolutely mutual. We were taking her for a walk yesterday. Yes. And there was this older woman yeah. um, with her cane yeah. walking. And she goes, Awi, Awi. She saw her from the back, but she had like blonde hair. So now people think that I have a cane, <laughs> that I'm really old. <laughs> I don't know, but in Piper's eyes, you're... Well, I'm going to have to send you a picture today. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so today I poured a little... You guys probably think we drink all the time. That's which, right. I was we, just going to say. Which we do. But, <laughs> but today I poured us a little kombucha. Yes. And it's a coffee kombucha. Oh. And it's made here in in um in Sa- uh, San Diego. San Diego. And it's called Boochcraft. Okay. Oh wow. Yes, so try Not the it. Witchcraft, but it's it's <laughs> Booch- Boochcraft. Yes, Boochcraft. Okay. So, so you must make some changes in your brain. Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah. That's okay, alcohol, let's see what right? let's see how it works today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm cheers. ready for changes in my brain. <laughs> okay, let's see. 
the color is like not very nice. <laughs> no, it's it's really not. Do you like mm. it? Let's just talk about this later. It's an acquired taste. <laughs> you don't like it? No, no. I, I, it's different. It's, it's a lot of things that sometimes we don't like. Yes. And then you get to like later. It's very ah. true. Okay. So thank you so much for coming back. <sighs> I wanted to touch on something that is a little bit sensitive to me. And... I have been thinking about this particular episode since sort of the inception of Humble and Hungry because, you know, sometimes when you are at your lowest is sometimes when you have these moments, these like out of body experience sort of moments, right? And you feel like there's some sort of lesson to be taught. And I sort of want to start the podcast off with a quote from Martin Luther King. And it says, only in the darkness can you see the stars. Beautiful. And it's going to make me want to cry because um, it was just a very, very difficult year for me. And, um, you know... So let's sort of take it back. Um, September 2019 was a day that just changed my life for the good, right? For the good. Because um, I had my daughter. I had my beautiful, healthy baby girl, Piper Rose. An angel. Yes. And she um, was not planned. And I say that because, you know, everyone's pregnancy journey is so different. Some people try for years to have a baby and they can't. Some try for years and then they get pregnant. And then when they have the baby, it's like, I have been wanting you my entire life. Right. And then there's some like me that originally was, I don't know if I really want kids. And then I got pregnant. Right. I was blessed to get pregnant. And I... Um, you know, have her and it's this crazy mix of emotions, right? Because it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that I could love you this much. Right. Right. (laughs) I didn't know I wanted you this much. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm so glad that I have you. And so I will say that since that day moving forward, my life just took an insane turn. Yes. Um. And again, this is a very sensitive subject and I I can't go into full detail about everything that happened. And I hope that you guys can respect and understand that. But, but just know that, you know, I'm going to try to tell my story in the most authentic way that I can, because I think that, you know, this podcast is all about authenticity and all about being, you know, incredibly real real and honest. So, so I have my daughter And again, my life sort of takes a turn and I'm in a place where, you know, between what's going on in my personal life and between all the hormones, right. Of having a baby, because that in and of itself is like just a whirlwind. Um, I found myself at probably one of the darkest times in my life. And as much as I wanted to be in the moment and 
I, I should have been, you know, the happiest, right? Um, cause I was going through something. So that, many changes. Yeah. So many changes. And, and it should have been just like a really, really happy time in my life. But unfortunately, and, and I, I know for so many women, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not. Yeah. Sometimes that postpartum depression is so unbearable that you find yourself looking at this little human and you can't even really like enjoy it. You know, it was like, I'm looking at this human, not, and I will preface that I didn't, I don't think I went through postpartum depression as far as, um, like, I I don't think I was, I don't think I would have been diagnosed with that. I think it was other factors in my life that made, that, that maybe heightened what I was going through. I mean, Natalie, you went full blast from doing something totally different than being a mom. Yeah. Like, so come on. Right. And so all of my twenties, I'm fully focused on other things and my, my personal life and my, you know, my career, all these things. And then I have my baby and, you know, now all of my priorities sort of have to shift. Absolutely. So the reason why I loved that quote is because from the, the place that I'm sitting now, right. Looking back at the girl that had, you know, that baby and that was <laughs> sitting there and mm. so lost. Oh, there's a UPS truck. Again? Uh-oh. <laughs> All this time is not the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking back at that little girl, I feel like she's like a little girl. Now, now looking back at myself, holding my baby, right. I feel like I've grown so much, but if I could go back and tell her something, um, it would be that quote. Cause it would basically, cause I feel like back then I couldn't see the stars. Right. My, my roof was like coming down on me and everything was falling on top of me. I felt suffocated. I felt, I felt lost. I completely was, it, it was like someone had just like been twirling me, twirling me, twirling me, and then made me like walk on the plank and hope that I didn't fall off. Right. And so this quote is almost like telling myself, Hey, just look up, look at the stars. I know it's dark. I know, I know this is hard, but you got to find the light. You got to find the light. And I promise you, you'll get out of this. And I promise you it's going to be okay. And I know it seems like you've lost everything, but you just gained the most important thing in your entire life. That's right. And so, you know, and then, you know, COVID is, is happening and the pandemic is happening and quarantine. And so, you know, you really, I feel like COVID really made us all sit with ourselves and reflect and make us realize you know, what's important in life. We, my mom, myself, my family, we lost a lot of people in our life. Um, two, two main ones. Two main people. Yeah. My mom lost her dad due to COVID. And my sister. And her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and friends, of course. Yeah. And friends. And, you know, I lost a lot of friends, yeah. you know, some due to COVID, some not. Right. And so we're just sort of going through and there was a point where we were losing people almost like on a monthly basis. It was like, it was something that we, we couldn't process it. I feel like almost in real time because we, 
we were we were so numb by by loss at this point that it was like we couldn't even uh, like mourn we could, the first one right. when we had to you know take the pain from the next one right yeah and it was almost like oh my gosh it just it made you love and hug and and want to just like tell everyone that that you that were in, that was in your little circle how much they meant to you and it was like it made us stronger if anything yeah and i think that our our hispanic you know roots also helped the fact that we are so alive and so um, happy most of the time we try to make things <laughs> yeah. you know bad things you know look okay and um, being optimistic and teaching the children a lesson hey this is going to pass mm-hmm. just hang in there mm-hmm. you know try to love each other and and i don't know keep moving forward moving forward because they stopped going to school you know for me to see my, my my kids and then my grandkids go through all this it's an impact in my yeah. life yeah Absolutely. I mean, it was a global pandemic. This is going to go down in history books, right? And, yeah. And so they made a special on, on, on the loss of my father because I couldn't, you remember, I, in your house. Yeah. We saw my father being buried uh, through a TV screen. Yeah. So it was right at the height of everything. It yeah. was um, back in, was it May? No, it March. Was May, May, April, 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 April. It was April, and, and yeah, and and when you pass away from COVID, if you guys don't know anyone that I feel like everyone at some point now, it's like seventy degrees of separation. At some point, I feel like everyone now has known someone, um, either close to them yeah. or a friend of a friend has gotten COVID. But um, if you're not aware, when you pass away from COVID, they do not let anyone in the hospital rooms. And so, you know, your family member has to be there by themselves. Totally. And they die on their own. And they pass away yes. without anyone, anyone around. And so, you know, if they yep. were fortunate enough, they had, a, you know, a nurse or someone that would hold their hand and or maybe close their, eyes, you know? close their eyes for them or have, you know, the family member on the phone. It was just something like out of a horror movie it was absolutely awful and i don't wish it upon anyone we went through a lot i'm sure a a lot lot. of people did a lot of people did yeah and and i think we're still seeing some effects of that right yes um but again going back to that quote it's almost like we have to we have to sort of see the stars in the darkness like that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and for whatever reason that we had to go through all this i hope that we all can sort of find either the purpose or um you know just looking at the the glass half full instead of half empty you know just just get through the day how about that get through today Get through the next hour. Get out of bed. You know, maybe it's take a shower. Make your bed. Make your bed. Yeah. Put on a little bit of of, of lipstick or yeah. a lip gloss. Put that perfume on. Yeah. And wear a color. Yeah. Or wear something that makes you feel good. And... A happy song. Yeah. Yeah. Walk outside. Go for a walk. Yeah. That helps. It really does help. And all of these little things that you can start to implement into your life and create habits, it will actually help. And hopefully it'll get you to get out of bed the next day. Right. And, you know, look at life a little bit lighter.
So I asked you guys on Instagram to um, ask my mom any questions, but an astounding amount of people want to know how you have this sort of positive energy. I mean, even getting here today, you did things that were going to sort of boost your energy. Yes. And I said, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to put makeup because I didn't have the time and I had to run over here. I was in a lot of phone calls today, but um, I thought I was really pretty. So I get to the, <laughs> I, I, I get to the car and I mean, I am really like in turquoise color today. You with, look, you do look gorgeous. With my, with my little red lipstick, but guess what? I look at myself in the mirror. I'm ready to, I'm ready to drive and I have a mocha. <laughs> a clear moco. I don't know. A people... moco is a bugger. Yes. So I'm going. Oh goodness gracious! I am so glad I didn't see anybody before. <laughs> I went anywhere. But I'm glad I, I caught it. I mean, I, it's my daughter. But anyway, oh those things gosh. happen. You're so funny. Those, those things happen. But anyway, I look good. I I'm, now I'm. My nose is nice and pretty and clean. So um, would you say that you've always had this attitude? Yes. Can I tell you a little bit about it? Please do. Okay. So uh, being that my, I'm going to have to go back into, we said, let's go to the present and the future, but now let me just go back a little bit about um, why I, I like to be happy. And it's because my father was very abusive and uh, physically abusive to my mom. And my, I have, I have three daughters, three daughters, I have three sisters and we were very little. And we had to actually uh, guard the door to where my mom and my dad used to sleep, uh, just in case we would hear any kind of, you know, pain, screams, or beating. And we would walk in, and we just, you know, would take my father off my mom, and um, and we saw. How old were you at this point? Um, I mean, we saw it since we were very little, but at this point that I can remember, maybe uh, five. Mm five, six, maybe then, of course, from there on. Uh, so I, there were nights when we couldn't sleep, so I would take my sisters to a closet, mm-hmm. and, um, and I would make up songs. And I would just make up songs, and, and I would ask my sister, so you do, you, you do the sounds, dun, 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 and everybody would do a sound with their, ma- with their mouth, and uh, I would just make up silly songs, and I made them laugh. Mm-hmm. So throughout my life, I began to write. And I feel like at that age, you don't know what it is, but you feel good doing oh. it. Right? Like You don't know why, but it's like, okay, I like this feeling. I like making you guys laugh. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was the funniest thing. And I would grab, once in a while we had a little doll because we didn't have much, you know, many toys. But anyway, I would grab it, a doll or a male or female and I would just try to make stories with it and, and pup, puppets and, my, and everyone would laugh. And uh, as, we, as I kept going, growing older in life, I think that just seeing someone laugh, it's a gift. It's a total yeah. gift from God. Like, that is a medication that you'll never find anywhere. Amen. And that's why people, the comedians, when they come and they are really good and they make you laugh, goodness gracious, stand up, clap. <laughs> because being, being funny, you know, it's something that people have to work at it. Some of them are born with it. Yes. So I just say that my songs are funny and some of them, some of them touch the hearts, but a lot of them make you laugh. It, one thing I will never forget is that just growing up, you always said, like, don't take it so seriously. Just 
just let it go. Mm-hmm. Laugh through life. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to keep you growing old and healthy. You've just always instilled in us to laugh. Yes. And to not take things sort of to the heart. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Learn. Yes, you need to learn. Right. To speak to yourself. Talk to your brain and say, brain, today I'm demanding you to give me a huge laughter. So find something that you're going to make me happy about. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but today is my kombucha. <laughs> and I'm going to finish and my... Moko. And my moko. <laughs> it was not... It, that one didn't have any color. It was just clear moko. <laughs> I wonder how many of your uh, listeners actually understand Spanish. I don't know. I should do a poll. I think you should, Natalie. It's okay. And even if they don't, we'll teach them maybe a word a okay, day. Okay, so today you learn. Okay, M- moko. moko. <laughs> <laughs> teach your kids grandkids. Uh, so. so going back to, let's sort of full circle this moment. So going back to last episode, I asked you the three things that people didn't know about you. One was that you didn't finish high school. Correct. So tell us a little bit about that story. And I was thinking of, of course, of course, education. Um, the reason why I'm still single is because I love smart men. And, <laughs> what? And, and, you know why? You're, are you saying there's no smart men out there? There's no smart men no, left? No, no, what I'm saying, I like, I like smart men, and that's why I, because they're, they're my, my, I mean, my college, they're my inspiration to continue to learn, because there's a never-ending, you know, time to continue learning. But, uh, no, but I do remember in Mexico, which I was there only for about um, a couple of years, because we lived in the United States first. Uh, you know, when I was, we were very little, and then my father sent us to Mexico uh, for a couple of years. When, you were, so you were born in Mexico City? Yeah, I'm very, very little, very young. We came here. At what age did you come here? Uh, about 11 and a half. With all your siblings? Yes. Okay, because there was four of you. Yes. And then you stayed here for a few years? Until the age of 15 and a half, where my father sent us to Mexico. And that's when, you know, we had just finished, like, junior high school, and then we had to... Um, go to Mexico and, and my father was I guess flirting and dating the neighbor here she was, in the States she was from Cuba a Cuban lady and that's why my father started learning Cuban <laughs> and he would come home and say and that's when my mom says why Why are you talking so much Cuban now because they have like a little accent uh-huh. and then we realized the that dialect he was is different yeah. right yeah the accent and so finally you know, they, they, I guess we, they realized, we realized that he was dating her sent us to Mexico we get there and we had to start from scratch in, he wasn't sending any money home no really no 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 he, he really relied on a very wealthy aunt that we had in Mexico that had just, you know, uh, lost her rich husband. But at one point, you know, it's like, I'm going to help you, uh, sister, but you have to send your daughters to work. So, uh, and you were 15. I was 15 in a few months, whatever. And then, so what she did, she paid a uh, small career, whatever you call it, una carrera corta. Mm -hmm. So we went uh, to this Institute, and I became a bilingual secretary. Because out there, you're able to do that at a young age. Oh, yes. Right. A lot of people, all my cousins became, you know, either some accountants or whatever with a very short time, a period of time in school. Did you have to lie to get into that? Or No, I lied when I was looking for a job. I remember um, my aunt uh, told my mom, um, well, you know, back then they called me Conchita. <laughs> and they, and then um, they said, I think we should 
cut her hair, even though here the teachers call me Connie because mm -hmm. conception was too long. And the teacher said, oh, no, no, uh -uh. your name is going to be Connie from now on. So from there on, I became Connie. Yeah. And then, and then um, the teachers, well, when I got in Mexico, when I was in Mexico, then my aunts remember me as Conchita. So uh, they said, let's cut her hair. And my hair was dark. Jet black. All the way down. Under to your butt. To my butt, yeah. And, I, and they I remember thought, this, this is going to make you look older. Look older, right. So they cut my hair. They color my hair red. How short did they cut your hair? Like underneath my ears. And then they... So they gave you a bob. Yeah. And a bob? A bob. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't they're, know. They're called a bob. To me, bob is like a man. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so yes, they cut my hair. They put eye, uh, um, false eyelashes. Mm -hmm. And then um, they said, here's this money and now go look for a job so by that by that time those, during those years that's when the mini mini skirt began like a new the new thing mm -hmm. so you can imagine you know a 15 and a half with i cried so much when they were i can hear the sisters going cutting my beautiful hair and i was crying 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 in that, I mean, for life, I, mean, I will always remember how... You're, they, like, traumatized by it? No, no, no maybe or, not traumatized. It was just, it's just painful. Mm -hmm. Is that what you call it? Maybe traumatized? <laughs> maybe traumatized. Yeah, I think it's but similar. It was, I think, I think, yeah. You, you, well, I, and, and because we had, we've talked about all these stories so many times, and I feel like one time we, we said that this moment for you was, like, your... It was, like, going from being a little girl to becoming a woman totally nothing. now looking back it's like that was the moment i had to grow up right that's and exactly I think that's, what, that's why when i see you and i say maybe i don't take it to the heart because maybe i've gone through so much pain in my life that that's the way that i'm, I'm trying to teach my next generations that move on Mm -hmm. take a deep breath you know be positive keep thinking that you are the best thing alive and keep moving forward right so by that time you know when they cut my hair and I, I i was the first one to find a job and um and where did you find a job uh it, it was a german company mm -hmm. and i lied about my age <gasps> this is i said this I was is where you met a, the german, the german man. man who who would have been my dad Gerd, <laughs> Gerd gerlach 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 and he was a uh, veterinarian a doctor and I guess wasn't he like seven feet tall oh, he was so tall I mean my neck would hurt after that second date I, would, I couldn't even. <laughs> he was your boss uh, no he worked in the same building okay and uh, it was a beautiful beautiful company in Mexico and from there I used to go at night I used to go at night to, to school and uh, you can imagine there was no car we had to um, take uh, buses and taxis I was uh, almost I mean, raped, sexually abused. Um, I mean, I, I was—I defended myself. And trust me, they didn't get that far. But it was really tough wearing those little skirts in the middle. Yeah. Very, very late, and then just you know, cars would stop left and right. Because I was—I was bonita. I—I <laughs> I was a bonita conchita. <laughs> and I had a really nice uh, attitude and smile. So I think that when you find a job, uh, the first thing they see. And that's why I think that I've been very lucky. The first thing they see is that, um, you know, I love your, your title, Natalie, of your show. When, when you're a, a smiley, humble person, mm -hmm. you, people would probably ask you, uh, yes, your education is important, but um, 
ultimately they will open the door when you, when they see a nice big honest smile mm-hmm. and then after that you, you just keep going so that's when they gave me a job and they used to pay you cash in a little envelope they put the cash inside and I went I remember going home and bringing my first envelope with cash to my mom and I said mom were you mom, so proud yes. and then she says oh 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 okay so here and so she would give me my cash so that I could take my taxes for the next week and then uh, buy my clothes uh, and from there on I went to night school to also learn German so ich spreche Deutsch und uh, ich möchte ein oh, Deutschmann oh my goodness <laughs> and, and, and then from there on uh, oh, the Germans I mean they love me uh, they send me to um, to Germany uh, I we falsify I falsify my my, my signatures for Gosh, everything back then you could just get away with anything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and then so finally I um, I met this German and, and then continue oh and then I took an au pair job in Canada taking that. care of babies yeah and, and that was just so that I could continue learning English so that's why I became a bilingual secretary, so I speak English. I speak <laughs> <laughs> I, I English, and can you believe? Years later, I earn a gold record translating a song for Warner Music for Eden Scratch, which now is one of the Pussycat Dolls. Is um, you know Nicole? Yes, and yes, and that's a really hard last name. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> She became a... Shore singer or something, right? Yeah. Probably yeah. saying that wrong too. Yeah. But. but anyway, so you can imagine I hugged, I hugged her and uh, she was so happy because she couldn't speak Spanish and my song was translated into Spanish. And, and, and I translated Latin, you know, many more for, for a lot of uh, songwriters, even though I'm, I was already a songwriter. So Ana- Oh my God. Another, another pizza? one. <laughs> <laughs> By I the go- way, you're going you're gonna to like this one. Hold on. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Let's see. It's a big box. Yes. Of. Yes. Vino. Oh. <laughs> oh from <my> the <laughs> Dow Brothers. Natalie, you're going to have. It's my favorite wine. You it's- are going to have many guests, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all invited. <laughs> We got a shipment in of wine because Riley just went golfing with the Dow Brothers, and uh, they have a their own wine, obviously, um, in Paso Robles or Robles, and it's my favorite wine. And he told them that I was a fan, and they sent us a bunch of stuff. So I'm excited to open that. Oh, how wonderful! I know. I'll share that with you guys once we open it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But okay, so, going so back I, to I was I was talking about the uh, the gold record, and then of so course I, what I what I think is so admirable about you and your story, and we haven't even gotten to what you're doing now with the Dreamers and the Dream Act. But yes. I think you know, for you guys listening, you know, you guys are just getting sort of a, a tiny tiny glimpse into my mom's life and her story. But the fact that she just came from literally nothing you guys slept on what like the floor like it was like uh 
yeah. like a, like the sandy mats. kind of floor mats, mats in Mexico to, you know, translating songs for these big time pop artists and getting gold records and then eventually doing your own record and going on tour. And like you have, you are such an example for so many people that it is possible. Let me just go back right now that when you were talking about my childhood. Um, and when every time I smell uh, dirt, you know, when you put water on dirt, yeah, it has a special smell. Yes. Okay. There was a couple of homes that we, or little places that we lived when we were little. And my mom was the neediest person, very the clean, neatest, uh-huh. neatest person. And, um, and she would give us a shower. I mean, I don't know, you know, where she got the water from. But anyway, and, and then we were like in our little cots, and and suddenly she's instead of there's no vacuum, no nothing. So we it was only uh, uh, dirt on the yeah. f- on the floor. So she would grab water and she would sprinkle water on the on the just the, like flatten it out that like way. Flatten it uh-huh. out. And I remember smelling uh, her her beautiful, you know, pastries that she was cooking for us, and and um, atole, and gorditas, whatever she was making. And then she would put the, the water on the dirt, and it was just like, what a smell! So so then uh, you hear the radio because we had nothing but a radio, and then we would listen to a soap opera. A soap uh-huh. opera in the middle, you know, with my mom. So in you guys the, are just like all the, like. And sometimes there was no 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 light, yeah. so we had to uh, use candles, mm-hmm. and um, that's that was like okay, whatever. So that's why I love so much tortillas because sometimes there was no, there was no um, real cereals because there was no. But you guys didn't have a lot of money. No, so my my mom my mom and my dad would probably say you know just cut burn some tortillas. Mm-hmm. And cut them in little pieces, and then put them in in milk, and then you put some salt, and that was our cereal. And then and you called it cereal. Yeah, tortilla cereal. It was like, yeah. yeah. And then we didn't have uh, money for toothpaste, so he, my dad would burn the tortilla with uh, lime and some uh, white um, uh, powder, baking, 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 baking soda. So, uh-huh. no, baking soda. You mash it. And by the way, you still do that. <laughs> and it works. It's like the it's like it's like what they make you do now with like the charcoal stuff. It's exactly the same thing. <laughs> and, and, and it works. And I remember my mom making and you do have very white teeth. Yeah, too. it's in my mom I remember making us tacos. But since she didn't have any kind of meat or chicken or anything, she would say, Okay, all of you. We were four little girls. Okay. And we would you you know, roll, fold up your- it, roll up the tortilla and we would have to say it's meat. It tastes like meat. And until today, you know, it was, it's meat. It tastes like meat. And we kept eating it. And, oh, and then on the bottom. That just breaks my heart. Oh, don't cry. I know. I know. And there was a lady on the first floor that would make the best food ever on the outside she would cook outside she would sell food and the smell coming from uh, from the window from the window that's what your mom would say okay it's yeah. meat and you would just smell the food coming from the window and then you eat the tortillas and you feel like wow this mama was wonderful mm. uh, I miss her so much I know but chamuca 
Kambuka. String Kambuka. So now that's why, Natalie, I'm glad that you touched this up. Eventually, in, in one of your next shows, I want to, you know, bring my life. I brought my life, uh, a little bit of my life into a song called Call Me a Dreamer. And I believe that our dreams come true when you have faith and you have perseverance Perseverance. Perseverance. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. We're okay. still. I speak English. <laughs> I speak English. And 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 dreams come true. So that song. It pe- is. It people is. are gonna just slip when they hear the song. What's happening? What I'm. My make- mom is is trying to create a movement for these people. It doesn't have to be from Mexico. It, it's from anywhere. Anyone that has a dream that wants to come to the United States and and you know. Because everyone has a chance here. Well, these are children that like me that came uh, at a very young age because we came back again from Mexico. I came back again here even a little before 18. Um, and it's a long story why we actually came back because Mexico was not for us. We couldn't. <laughs> they call us pochas because we, we didn't speak English. We didn't speak Spanish. So we ended up back in the United States. And so that's when I started looking into um, university or, or schools. And, and they would say no because you were not allowed because you didn't have the legal documents. And um, I even tried to get into the army. And, and this nice man came to visit us and said, are you guys residents and we said no of my sisters and i and he he was almost in tears like i spent all this time with you guys you guys are awesome beautiful beautiful girls and and i i I can't take you guys so he left and then from there on the next thing happens well you get married and you have children and you become a citizen and that's why uh because you got married when you were um 20 21 21 and then you had my oldest brother Yes. A was, year yeah, later. You got pregnant on your honeymoon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so a in, year later. Yeah, in, in the plane to Miami, I got pregnant. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I can't with you. Anyway, so by this time, you know, you become a really what now they are called dreamers. Yeah. And so I, I, I was a dreamer of the 1970s. And the song is based on my life story and for people that are listening maybe they can tune in on um well let's how about how about we take a little sip a little breather and let's let's play him a little clip of the song you got it i would love that okay. thank you Natalie. this is called call me a dreamer written by the one and only connie blue Pouchet. you give me strength and wiped my tears so call me a dreamer i know my Uh, if right? you guys want to listen to the full song, 
go to the song for dreamers the song for dreamers.com we're on and facebook oh my yes. goodness they can also say alexa play call me a dreamer by the song for dreamers <laughs> my mom loves doing that to alexa <laughs> <laughs> well they pay me royalties <laughs> And so, yes, if you want to find any information or all information, just go to thesongfordreamers.com and you can find and listen to the song and you can find out how you can help or be a part of the movement. Uh, I'm so and, proud of you for doing that. And, and my ultimate my ultimate dream is that to bring, I call them my children, my dreamers, we're going to the White House. Yeah. I want them to open the doors for us and I want, I mean, I'm just dreaming of them singing all dressed in white and for them to carry their first flag up. American flag with so much joy because Natalie you guys were born here I know but for anyone that has to go uh, and get their citizenship the moment that oh goodness gracious the moment that they give you the citizenship and they say uh, first of all they ask me do you want to keep your name <laughs> and I said Connie absolutely no conception yeah my mom Just, hated her yes. name conception and then I haven't Told a lot of people. You remember, I have three. <laughs> oh, here's there's, here's a four. There's one more that I have to tell you, Natalie. <laughs> a lot of people uh, they think that my blue eyes are actually my blue eyes, and they are mine because I pay for it. You know, I, <laughs> but 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 uh, they're actually no, they're just nice blue color that I've worn for thirty some years. Yeah, and uh, and I mean I'm really it's part of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's go going back into the the, the call me a dreamer um, movement song. Um, I mean, I want to just uh, donate uh, the uh, royalties that I make for anything that has to do with young children trying to fulfill their dreams. Natalie, mm -hmm. I love that so much. I just want to say I'm so proud of you and everything that you're doing. I know that this is not the end for you. No, there is so much more. Yes that you're going to accomplish and do. Yes. And you are a huge mentor for me. You are an inspiration for me and for my sisters and my brother. And I just want to say that I adore you and I wouldn't have been able to get through everything my entire life, but especially this past year and a half without you. So I love you. Thank you, my love. Thank, Thank you. you for everything I adore you. that you do. Um, some of my some of my people, my friends that were listening to the show, they said there's something about Natalie mm. that um, you know you will learn eventually with people the the, re the reactions how wonderful she is. She's a natural, oh, and um, of course they say you know that she was raised under your wings, Mama. Mm -hmm. But uh, of course I'm, I'm a different different you know person whatever but you are very unique i feel i feel like i'm just starting to find my wings yes and spread them and i feel like i've been sort of in a shadow for so long and that was okay i i enjoyed what i i enjoyed everything that i've done up until this point it's just that i never knew i had a voice and i never knew that I was being heard or seen. I ve I felt very sort of unseen and invisible at times. And so if you feel invisible, just know that you have a place on this earth yes. and you have a purpose. Yes. And this is why I wanted to do this. Let's find our purpose. Control your tempers. Control <laughs> yeah. your temper. I'm talking to people who are listening with your children. 
I know sometimes it's hard, but control your temper. You, it, it, it's gonna in the long run, it's gonna pay off. And I, you know, it's funny that you say that because I got a nanny for two days a week for four hours a day because of that reason. I felt like I was losing my temper because I'm, you know, being a mom is still a job, right? We don't get paid for it, but it's still a job, and it's probably one of the most important jobs. And so, I felt like I was just like getting very short-tempered and everything I was getting very irritated and I just felt like I need a little me time I have no me time and that's why I I'm now allowing myself to do something like this where I have a nanny to watch Piper for just a couple hours and then we get to you know sit here and have these conversations and I I don't know so so because I got a couple questions like why you know why are you getting a nanny and it's, and it's for those reasons. I just, I, I want to be able to start focusing on, on maybe something for myself. But we all have gone through our, our downs. Yeah. And it's okay. It's to just know about how, to how learn. you get up. Jump back. Jump it's back. It's about how you get up. So let's, let's, let's make really cheers. Okay. okay. There you go. <laughs> Drink your booch. Yes. My kombucha. <laughs> oh my God. Everyone calls you Charo because you are Charo. Oh, goodness. You really are. Nell, you want to you hear a little story about Charo? Yes. I know that this is going to be just aside from everything that you're it's asking okay. me. But the Charo, the Charo story is that when I got signed by a record label, um, I remember going with my sister, Tanya, who's listening and I adore her. And um, we, we arrived at a, because um, I used to work for attorneys in Beverly Hills. So I used to go to these beautiful places. And so I walked in. And by this time, I was already, you know, working uh, to support my kids as, you know, as a paralegal. But at the same time, I was, I was, <laughs> I was singing and performing. So I walked into this uh, beautiful restaurant in Beverly Hills, and the and the waiters they come and they go, "Oh my God, Charo, Charo, Charo's there." <laughs> And, and my sister Tanya says, they think you're Charo. And I said, okay, well, let's just keep it that way. <laughs> and, and so they serve and they bring in the waiters. That are, I mean, and my hair is all blonde and all puffy. Yeah. <laughs> and so finally. If you guys haven't seen what my mom looks like, go to my Instagram. <laughs> she's all over my highlights. But yes, she's like this five foot even, big, a big smile, bright blonde hair, big chichis, and just like. She is a presence when she walks into a room. So, so, so they come and when all the waiters they start they start asking me if I can give them an autograph. And my sister underneath she's kicking me and she's like, "You're not, you're not." And I said, "Yeah, I am, I am." You did Charo's so, autograph? Yeah. So I I, I just put Charo, and, <laughs> and so they came and they said the meal it's complimentary. For, oh, for Charo. <laughs> Connie. And when I came out. Have you ever met her in real life? No. Oh. No. It would have been nice, though, to meet that lady. Because a lot of people, I'm talking, I mean, 30 years ago, of course, you're younger. She was younger. Yeah. And I mean, I know that she's older than me. (laughs) 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 But anyway, I think that 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 was just a highlight of, you know, looking like Charo. Yes. Like you said right now, mom, I think you look like Charo. Anyway, and the accent helped too. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. Yeah. So. All right. Before you go. Yes. Before we have to end this. Yes. I want to play a little game. Yes. Okay. Ready? Mm -hmm. It's called Plead the Fifth. Do you know what that means? Yes. What does that mean? When you tell the truth. When you 
when you don't want to admit to something, you can say, I will plead the fifth. Mm. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask you three questions. Okay. You can only plead the fifth okay. to one, meaning you don't have to answer one. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Here's your first question. Okay. How many times have you pooped your pants? And you have to be honest. Mm, okay. At my age, I plead, I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But why? Because I, listen, you start losing memory. <laughs> I don't want to lie to you. <laughs> You pooped your pants in my lifetime more than I can remember. Okay, that's only when I've gone to Mexico. <laughs> no, it's not true. <laughs> okay, here's the second question. Who's your favorite daughter? Okay. Uh, okay. They have a letter. Let me tell you the letter in their name. Okay. <laughs> you can't. I'm trying not to mess up. I know. I don't have a favorite. You could say A because we have an A in all of our names. Uh, you don't have a favorite. It, do you think that's a, Do you think people have favorites? No, I think that um, as a parent, you learn to love your children, each one individually, differently. Right. That's 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 the key point here. Yes. That it's you don't love them the same. You love them differently. Right. Like every time I speak to Jessica. Right. She goes, uh, Mamita. Uh-huh. Mamita. Yes, mamita. And I said, you're the only one that, that calls, calls me that. mamita. She goes, no way, mom. I mean, I'm sure yeah. that Natalie, really? I said, yeah. She goes, oh my God, you're always be, be, you will always be my mamita. Oh. And, and then, right, so each one just has like a special yes. place in your heart. Another one goes, Conception. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's your, your or, or Jackie. I think that's Jackie. Conception. <laughs> I think it's Jackie. It's Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to meet my sisters. Yes. They're, they're a really oh, good yeah, time. Yeah. No, wait, people have no idea. I know. That was a good answer, though. All I'll of respect them. Of that. Of course, I have I know favorite you, I know you three love of my favorite daughters. Right. Oh, oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't say I didn't say four kids. I don't know. I'm losing my brain now. It's the booch. Okay. And then the last one. This yes. was this was not questions that I came up with, by the way. Um, Are you orgasmic, Mama? No. How many one night stands have you had? How many what? One night stands have you had? Ah, uh, there I can tell you the truth. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. I can't, I can't find enough fingers here to, <laughs> so to, bad. to count the number. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I love you. I thank you. I hope you come back. And I'm excited to see sort of where this goes. Well, I don't want to go. So I'm I not- <laughs> know. You just well, hang out. We'll drink well, more of the booch. Well, I'm going to make you some chili con huevo. Oh, that sounds mm, delicious. Yum. And I'm going to teach people how to make chili con huevo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, stick around because the giveaway is next. I love you all so much. I hope you guys took a little something got a little pearl out of this episode today and remember subscribe rate review and we will see you next week Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. You know, I I love having these 
intimate conversations with my mom and I'm glad that you guys are sort of sitting here at the table with us. It's so important to have open and honest conversations with the people that you love and I am blessed and lucky enough to be able to do that with my mom and so I just hope you guys enjoyed it. All right, let's get to the giveaway. Today's giveaway is brought to you by, (laughs) just kidding, Uh, Blue Air. So Blue Air is a company that is just about to launch at Target. It's an award-winning air purifier company who combines superior performance and low noise with timeless Scandinavian design. They basically have purifiers that remove 99.97% of airborne particles and they kill 99% of germs, which if you have kids or pets or just you know, a stinky boyfriend or husband, (laughs) you're going to need a purifier. And they are being so generous and they are going to offer us a $50 gift card to Target because who does not love a nice stroll down Target lanes (laughs) or the aisles? It is like therapy. So really it's, it's therapy. They're donating us some therapy. (laughs) So if you guys want to win, I know so many of you have already commented on the last post on my Instagram. It's just basically commenting, making sure you subscribe. The more times that your name pops up, the more chances you have to win. It's going into a raffle and I will announce the winner next week. So thank you guys again. Thank you for your subscriptions. Thank you for the support, your reviews. And I really, really, really am enjoying talking to you guys. I hope you guys are enjoying it too. And I will see you guys next week. Remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.